Hey everybody, this is Timmy Time of the Batman Revolution Podcast. This is episode number 90. This podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network. Oh, did, did I get it, Tim? <laughs> uh, perfect. You got the episode okay, number in there. If okay, there's anything, good. sometimes it's the only thing you forget. <laughs> yeah, because I, I kind of want to make it where it doesn't sound rushed, but no matter what I do... It's all <laughs> as soon as that clock starts ticking, you're in. <laughs> you gotta hurry up and get it out. Well, I mean, I don't want to get kicked off the site for not mentioning that this podcast <laughs> is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network. Uh, it you makes know? it official, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but man, episode no. ninety, though. <laughs> I know. You believe that? Jeez, I think I said this before on the podcast, but I look back at like ninety episodes. I mean, we're on we're on our ninetieth episode. And I can't imagine how much time we've wasted. <laughs> <laughs> you figure, let's say each show is about an hour and 45 minutes, right? Yeah, on an average. So that's at least like 90 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you look at it that way, that's a lot of... Some Batman talk and some nonsense talk <laughs> all <Yeah>. mixed in there. <laughs> Just about random stuff, yeah. which is what we're going to do today because... Uh, uh, this episode is kind of rushed. Um, you know, it's, we didn't have a lot of time to prepare. Tim was busy. I was busy. So we're just going to we're just gonna talk about whatever, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, life got in the way this week to yeah. <laughs> fully get things ready for our normally scheduled podcast stuff. But like you said, and like we've done in the past episodes, sometimes it's just fun to just have it be loose and talk about other stuff that just comes to our heads. That should be fun. <laughs> yeah, just a nice, just random shorter podcast which uh which we haven't had in a while yeah. because like, all of our podcasts have been at least like an hour and 40 minutes right or two sometimes they yeah get like two hours. Yeah. You know, i actually got thought of some weird strange topic i'll i'll share with you <laughs> see if you what is that uh, let's get to our dark knight rises commentary versus i'll explain it because something okay. i've thought about like earlier today just <laughs> i'll explain later oh <laughs> it sounds like a dane thought <laughs> really random. i don't know if it's that extreme but <laughs> um all right so yeah we're on the 42nd minute of um the dark knight rises minute by minute commentary um and as mike pointed out in his email that we're, we're gonna read later uh we're still gonna be doing this after way after uh Batman vs. Superman comes out. Yeah, on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, on Blu-ray. So, ah, I guess we just keep tr- trucking along. Yeah, right? that's all we can do. <laughs> we can't look at it that way, knowing that yeah. we'll probably have Batman vs. Superman, probably The Force Awakens out on Blu-ray, and we'll still be chugging along. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, yeah. I was going to say, hopefully we'll be up to a Batman scene by the time those two movies come <laughs> out on Blu-ray. <laughs> I think we will. I think, we're, I think we're almost at a Batman part, right? Yeah, we are. But we'll just... Yeah. A matter of time how many minutes it gets i mean we're not going to see batman in this episode because it's just going to be the stock exchange stuff so. yeah i think we'll see bane though yeah we'll see bane fight i think right i think so yeah okay yeah, well let's just this helmet. yeah let's just get this started so just so just grab your beta tape grab your uh, vhs copy grab your uh, projector grab your um hd dvd grab your laser disc um by the way, I was wondering if anybody still has a LaserDisc player and that's all they use. I know. <laughs> really? You know what? There's probably some like diehard 
original trilogy fans, like that's all they like. They don't like the special editions. They don't like the prequels. Yeah. And they have the Laserdisc copies of the tr- original trilogy. And they <laughs> still have it hooked up just for that. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably watch whatever whatever other movies they have on Laserdisc. But <laughs> yeah, but like how many movies came out on Laserdisc? I know. <laughs> Not a lot, right? Yeah, good ones too. Who knows? Yeah. Plus, we've well, had anyway. a lot of good movies in the last 20 years since Laserdisc yeah. died, so they're going to be missing out on a lot. Yeah, well, anyway, um, yeah, like I said, we're on the 42nd minute, uh, so I'm going to give the countdown. So, Tim, are you ready? Let's do it. All right, three, two, one, hit play. Yeah, we're, oh, oh. we're staying right now. Yep. <laughs> Hitting the woman in the face, nope. shooting a guy, beating up the guy. <laughs> Finally, some action. Yeah. <laughs> That motorcycle helmet really did some damage. I know. Beat somebody up with a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> I always felt bad for that one guy who just got shot right there. Like, everyone yeah. just shoots <laughs> in the air. He's, like, the only one who got singled out and got shot in the chest. It's like, Or that guy that gets slammed against the table. Yeah, but he, I don't think he dies. The guy got shot. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess I kind of like the Bane's motorcycle off and how it goes with his mask. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is like the only party worth it in the movie, but not a bad. And one. this is just one of those scenes where you can tell that they put a lot of thought into the mask because I mean it's in broad daylight mm-hmm. or um, light period, and it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, damn, <laughs> and that's it, and that's it. Yes, so. I, we got some, see some action. Yeah, I was gonna say that we got some good action in this one. In this one, yeah, movie. I mean. Besides that, that airplane scene in the beginning, we pretty much got nothing yeah. <laughs> as far as well talking. So, did we ever see Bruce Wayne? Yeah, yeah, we did. Right in the in the manor. Yeah, remember the long couch sequence? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> it took us like five episodes to get. There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so Tim, I'm 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 really interested to hear this thought. <laughs> so as you know, as you and me being baseball fans, this was like trade deadline week right in baseball and been following that for like this whole week and by the way i'll just say a little disappointed the yankees didn't make any big moves they need some starting pitching but everyone was asking for like their top prospects even for not even like high-end starters people yeah even for like number three number four starters they're asking okay give me your top prospects and i was like no way and so they pretty much got nothing <laughs> <laughs> but i was just thinking you know what what if comic book or like companies like marvel and dc they had like trade stuff where you could trade characters or different franchises got together with other like franchises owned by different companies and they were able to make trades and get characters in their universe and whatnot (laughs) i just started thinking like if that was the case if i was in charge of one of those companies what would be something that i would really want what would i do and like what would i have to give up to get the specific character the one that came to my mind was spider-man's like my second favorite character after batman but I like I prefer the DC universe over Marvel, so I was like, what if what would it take if the DC could work out a trade with Marvel to get Spider-Man into the DC universe? Like, what characters would they have to give up from DC and give them to Marvel to get Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man is like their Superman and Batman. You'd have to give up a lot, right? So, well, what I I think you've missed a crucial point, Tim, especially for you, you that? liking the Yankees. There has to be untouchable characters, right? Yeah. Like, I would say the big three, you know, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. 
Exactly. Those would be the untouchables, like a Derek Jeter or uh, Rivera or something like that. Yeah, Rivera or somebody, right? Exactly. So, but at the same time, Spider-Man's going to cost you a lot. Like your next tier, like Flash, Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like like I, I think definitely it'd be ha- it'd have to be like, like a Green Lantern. Somebody that's not that big but is popular, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, see that's it, it would have to be a Green Lantern plus like a player to be named later <laughs> or what a hero to be named later or a or uh Cash. Yeah. Because I don't think I mean cuz you got to think of it, you know, in a smart way. You know, you can't just give away your players for one guy, right? Mm, exactly. So maybe like Green Lantern and Cash. See, here's what I was thinking. Like, let's say MDC's GM and your Marvel's GM. I want Spider-Man from you. See, yeah. Green Lantern's one of my favorite characters. See, so if I'll possible, I wouldn't want to give him up. So I was thinking, what if I put one of the next tier DC characters? What if I give you Flash? But I know that won't be enough. So I'll have to give you one of the, like, the sidekick or like lower Batman universe characters. Like, I'm willing to throw in a Robin there. I'll have to give up... Like either Jason Todd or or Tim Drake, they gotta take them out of the universe. Yeah. Would you accept the Jason Todd and Flash for Spider-Man? No. Mm. <laughs> I, I'd accept. You said uh, Flash, right? Yeah. I'd accept Flash, and uh, what would equate to like a relief pitcher? So maybe like. Uh, you see. Who, yeah, yeah. Like, who, who, who would that be? See, a, a big one. If you're gonna go like in the Batman universe, would be Dick Grayson. No, not Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson is too big, and I, I don't, yeah, like, think, I don't think that you would give him away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for one character. So I, I think maybe like a Carrie Kelly or something. Carrie Kelly, I'd make that trade in a heartbeat. Yeah, Carrie Kelly and uh, Flash, plus yeah. Cash. Yeah, <laughs> I will give you Cash for that. Yes. See, actually, yeah. that that'd be a steal. Because besides the Dark Knight Returns, she's... I mean, remember she when he made her brief stint in the New 52? That amounted yeah. to nothing. <laughs> right, right. So I don't think that yeah, affected the universe at all, so I'd gladly make that deal. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, be like Billy Beam, just putting all your effort into these relief pitchers that are filled with nothing yeah. <laughs> and trading them away for good prospects. Now, would it be where... Do I just get Spider-Man, or do I get the whole Spider-Man franchise, like characters and that inhabit his universe. I think that might be a little too big. Yeah. Well, I think to accept his, his universe and all his characters, it would kind of be like a long-term contract, like a Canoe contract or a (laughs) pool contract, or it's like a 10 year contract for an older player. Yeah. So (laughs) that'd be too big. Yeah, that, that'd be funny if like if that what we're talking about was true, but it was based on contract. Like if the contract runs out, then they can the character will be a free agent yeah. or something. Yeah. Companies can bid on them no matter what. Unless they're a unless they're a rookie and they're controlled for what seven years is it? Yeah. <laughs> Are there prospect characters I could throw in? Like newly introduced and created characters I could throw in the package that might become popular amongst fans to sweeten the deal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, like I'll it, throw it, in Harper Row too. 
No, no, not Harper. Uh, <laughs> it'd have to be something like um, maybe Damien. Ooh, I don't know if I can get Damien yeah. up, but that's yeah, <laughs> that's one of the big ones that I would see them asking for. Yeah, maybe a Damien, and like I'm just wondering if like you could build like a terrible thing up, like how Billy Bean does, where he mm-hmm. like builds up these relief <laughs> pitchers or closers and fills it with. Like like false stock, I guess you could say. Yeah. And they just end up bombing like Isringhausen. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that picture. Yeah, <laughs> like Isringhausen. So like, I wonder if you could take like a Tony Daniel villain and just be like, oh my god, like this guy is gonna do this and this, and this and this, and you know, he he's got this whole backstory and blah blah blah. And I wonder if like you could do that to convince me to buy that character from you. Or trade that character. Yeah. See, if, but you brought up a point with Tony Daniel. Like a perfect example would be Catgirl. She's just yeah. created, introduced, but then she ends up being terrible, and you're stuck with a pointless character. <laughs> Doesn't get used. Yeah, to. yeah. And then you know you got all your money in this, and it's pretty much doing nothing for you. It's yeah. a Jim Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on the flip side, you can get good ones like with uh, Batwoman or even Damien not too long ago, new characters being introduced that end up being popular and well-received. Right. I know Marvel has a few upcoming characters, or not up-and-coming, but newer ones that are becoming popular, like their new Miss Marvel, and it was a big hit. So it's kind of, in a way, maybe compared to prospects. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like, I wonder if I could, like, like let's take the Avengers, right? They're a team. I wonder if I could take, I don't know, Thor, let's say, right. and trade him for somebody in the Justice League. Mm, yeah. Like a Martian Manhunter or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, break up the team. You know, break up, like, your stable... Kind of like breaking up your stable of pitchers. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it, too. Just team-based for the different... Like, you got X-Men, Avengers, Fantastic Four, and, like, DC, you got Justice League, the JSA, and the Outsiders, or the Teen Titans, stuff like that. Hmm. See, I'd go for the X-Men, though. <laughs> I'd want more characters on that side. Okay, so so let's say I'll give you Rogue for... Uh, I'll give you Rogue for... Um, Hmm. Let's see. Harley. Ooh. The Suicide Squad. Man, that, that I can't do that. Okay, uh, I'll give you Rogue, and I, I will give you the Toad guy, whatever his Toad. name is. <laughs> yeah, I got to look better than Toad. Yeah. Okay. So I was okay. thinking Rogue for Hot Girl? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or Rogue and... The female Thor. Yeah, I'll make that trade. Okay. Yeah. Yes. See, <laughs> but but yeah, but I would break essentially break up the X Men then. <laughs> well, the X Men always have know, like a revolving door with different members. Oh, I see. No one go. So no, let's say let's say I want the ultimate thing. I want Batman. Mm. <laughs> like I want Batman. What would I have to give you? you see, I'd probably be... have to give you all the Avengers, right? See, this would be like a classic straight-up baseball trade for one great player for another. I'd ask for Wolverine. Yeah, but you see... I think I Batman's really, a more popular character, but I think Wolverine is his equivalent in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but you see, I'd have to really consider that because... On both? So yeah, I would too. <laughs> yeah, because you could have another Pools. I mean, he's doing good this year, but... <laughs> <laughs> the first, like, what, four, three years? 
four years, he's pretty much done nothing. So, yeah, yeah I, I would have to seriously consider giving you Wolverine for Batman. Yeah, see, but, I would think I actually might figure, have. Yeah, you figure Batman has the better prospects because yeah. he's got a movie coming out next year. He's got Ben Affleck attached to him. He's got a, mo- uh, a, sol- a solo movie coming up. He's got uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Animated it's, movies. He's got the Killing Joke animated movie coming out. Right, right. So, See, I, yeah, you bring up a good point. So if I was to, I'd ask for not a Nux, like another big tier Marvel character, but I'd ask for another yeah. like mid-level one. Wolverine and someone else. Yeah, because Wolverine, yeah, he's in the X-Men movies, but... And his, his movies, kind of, his solo movies, kind of bombed. So, not the second one. I think that one did good. At least for me, I really liked it. Uh-huh. But but plus, he's not. He has one more movie left with Hugh Jackman. So, yeah. On the movie front, anyway, Wolverine's going to be on the decline. So. Yeah. So so you would ask for Wolverine and. Mm. Uh, I'd ask for Wolverine and Gambit. I'll be greedy. <laughs> what about Wolverine and Cyclops? Yeah, I'd make that trade. What about Wolverine and uh, Wolverine and Magneto? Yeah, that's that's a good one. It's good, but at the same time, I'm thinking, man, this is Batman I'm dealing with, uh, the most yeah. recognizable, popular superhero ever. <laughs> can, is there anything really that I can give him up? But it's like one of those you heard the stories about like the old days where. Like the Red Sox GM and the Yankees GM were at a bar. They're kind of drunk, thinking, "Oh, we'll give you. Let's do a trade for Joe DiMaggio for Ted Williams type thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something that'll never happen, but like, apparently they had something worked out where it would happen. <laughs> it's like one of those things. <laughs> Players that no franchise would give up, but <laughs> if you were to think about it, yeah. So, so let's say I wanted to, like, let's say. Toad isn't working for me, and I want to trade him off for. Um, I want to trade him off for a. Um, the minor DC the, villain, or yeah, you know the new. Um, or let's say I wanted to trade him off for Anarchy. Uh huh. Would you accept that? See, I think. Anarchy, you can do a little more to Anarchy than you can do with Toad. Toad's uh, more or less like a henchman, like a side henchman part of a group who doesn't really have like a, at least I don't think so, a yeah. unique backstory or like he could come up with his own schemes to support where he's the main villain of his story. So, so what if I wanted to trade off, um, uh, what's that guy's name, Miles something, the new Spider-Man? Miles Morales? Yeah, Miles Morales for... Um, Deathstroke. That's a that's a tough one because Deathstroke's yeah. he's becoming more popular as a DC villain and yeah, but Miles you are Morales getting a main is, Spider-Man. Yeah, Miles Morales is really getting popular too, and I'd have a Spider-Man in my universe. Let's say we didn't make the Spider-Man deal I mentioned earlier, but I still yeah. want a Spider-Man. I, you know what? I think I'd make that deal. You really? Yeah, I trade Deathstroke. I, so, so I'll trust like, someone yeah. in my organization to come yeah. up with another cool-looking costume and character. <laughs> so, so what if I wanted Deathstroke and I wanted Cash? Yeah, I'd be able to. Yeah. Really? Mm, yeah, for a Spider-Man <laughs> and someone that's as popular as Miles Morales is coming, I'd, I'd do that deal. Oh, so he's popular. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, 
everyone wanted him to be in the new movie and the new oh, movie really? that they're doing, yeah. Mm. Which I still think he'll show up eventually. Yeah. So so what if I wanted to give you I wanted to give you um Iron Man now. Mm. So this is like the Marvel Batman, essentially, right? Like in the movie universe, I'd say so. Yeah. Let's say I wanted to give you Iron Man for um, three three heroes. I, w- I want uh, the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. Okay. I want the uh, the Wally West Flash. Okay. And I want let's see a third one. I want Green Arrow mm-hmm. for Iron Man. See, Green Arrow, I think, is the centerpiece of that deal. Yeah. Because I like what you do. I definitely do the trade with those, that version of Flash and that Green Lantern, because they're not really the main ones. They're not Hal and Barry. Yeah. So I think that's fair. But do I want to give up Green Arrow? You know what? I I would make that deal, yes. Because really? Iron Man's proven <laughs> to be, just through the movies, a more recognizable and profitable character. I mean, Green Arrow is growing thanks to Arrow, but. Yeah. It's not uh, nowhere near the level of Robert Downey Jr.'s in his Iron Man movies. So, do you, do you I think guess. I could flip uh, Kyle Rayner and like make him like the Green Lantern? Not not like you think of Green Lantern, you think of Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think you can. It was in, like if that would be your only version of the Green Lantern in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What about Wally? Yeah. See. Wally, I mean, I I prefer Wally just because of the Jets League animated series. <laughs> I thought it was great there, but Barry pretty much is the like main Flash, especially now the TV show is going to be the more recognizable one now, anyway. So, okay, so so what if I said uh, Barry Allen and I want Green Arrow Ooh. for Iron Man mm. plus plus a hero to be named later? Yeah. <laughs> I like that term, a hero to be named later. <laughs> Uh, I I gotta keep Barry. <sighs> Dang it! Yeah, I would use him for Spider Man, but not for Iron Man. Okay, so so what if I gave you Spider Man, but I want uh, all three Green Lanterns, Green Arrow, and hmm, who else? Wait a uh, second, I thought we already had a Spider Man, Peter Parker deal. What's how come this is changing? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, I'm going back on that too. Uh, uh, I will they did pass their medicals and physicals, so I didn't get done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you Spider-Man and his whole universe for all, f- all three flashes. Is there three? Um, Barry Allen, Wally West, and... Um, Bart Allen. Actually, four. There's Jay Carrick, the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so all four flashes plus Green Arrow... Plus, let's just say uh, the Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Hal Jordan, or I will accept uh, John Stewart. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving up Hal Jordan as he's one of my favorite <laughs> comic characters. So yeah, I'll, so I'm getting the whole Spider-Man franchise. Yeah, everything. Uh, Spider Spider Gwen, <laughs> um, Miles the, Morales, all the villains, all the supporting characters, all the villains, all the supporting characters. For the three flashes of the Flash franchise, uh, 
you know what? I'll just take Barry Allen for that. Yeah. Just Barry Allen. Done. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want that Spider-Man universe. <laughs> Jeez, so I kind of wiped you out like for your second tier. Your second tier. I still got Hal Jordan. And I could, I think Spider-Man, we're just going to be missing a speedster in the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. I could live with that. Give I away all four. As much yeah. as I lo- I'm a Flash fan, I, I would much rather have a Green Lantern than a Flash to, to get Spider-Man. Because I think, you, you know, the big three with Batman, Superman, yeah. and Wonder Woman, that's going to be the big four with Spider-Man in there. <laughs> so so what if I wanted, I don't I don't want Batman, no. Uh, Bruce Wayne. What I want is his universe, his entire the, the entire Batman universe besides Batman, Bruce Wayne. What would I have to give you for that? Because maybe let's say I think Iron Man would fit good in Gotham or something. See, I'd want a main character, and I want the whole X Men franchise. So, so who, so who would that be? That's I'm trying to think. What would be a big Marvel character? You know, what? I'd want yeah. Captain America and the entire X Men franchise. Captain America and the entire X Men franchise. Yeah. What about if I give you Captain America? Okay. All the Captain Americas. That doesn't do much for me because it's just basically Captain America and the fuse of like Red Skull as a villain. Yeah. Bucky slash Winter Soldier, some of the more compelling characters. I'm sure there are others out there, but for me, those are the only ones I'm too familiar with that I think would or, be worth it. Or how about I give you the entire Captain America franchise, the entire Hulk franchise, and. Hmm. See, right now, I don't think it's big enough for the Batman franchise. Really? Yeah. Even though Bruce, he, he can keep Bruce Wayne, he just can't exist in Gotham anymore. Mm. <laughs> See, yeah, if I can keep Bruce Wayne, I don't have Gotham. Or any of the Alfred, Bad. Yeah, just Bruce Wayne is all I got. Yeah. But he's still Batman, though. I could still... He's still Batman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't want Batman. I just want his villains. Okay. I mean, I mean his his universe. Yeah. See, I think a more fair trade would be this. If we're gonna go back on the Spider-Man universe thing, that yeah. because Spider-Man's villains are comparable. No, not on the same level, but there's a next step below as far as Batman's villains and universe. Okay. Okay. So, so this is gonna get complicated. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> we have give to bring you a third team involved. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give you all of the Spider-Man universe. Except Peter Parker and Miles Morales. You, you have to make up your own mm, okay. Spider-Man. And just to, just to throw you a bone, I'll give you Toad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you know what? I would make that deal just for fun to see where the stories would go. To see Batman in that universe and characters and you get Spider-Man and Gotham and all those. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that means... I guess uh, Peter Parker and Miles Morales can't go to New York City. <laughs> nope, they're stuck in Gotham. Yeah. Batman yeah. can't go to Gotham anymore. Actually, I would. Ro- I wonder if that would work out, like Spider-Man and Gotham. <laughs> I would actually want to see that. Yeah. I know him and Batman have that one team of story words there, but just him alone with like no help or reinforcement. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, actually. All right, and then once you have accepted. Oh no! You can't can't DFA a player that you just <laughs> traded for, right? No, I can't use them else. 
to try to get someone else from another company. Yeah, he's like, got to be on go here. to the Star Wars franchise to try to get me Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be in your forty man roster, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not even just that. Like I just mentioned, Star Wars. What? What if you could trade characters in franchise? Like, what would I want? And what would work actually? Like, if I were to make a Star Wars trade, yeah, like who would be a Batman character that would fit in that universe? And who would be a Star Wars character who would fit in the Batman universe? That would be a good trade for both. I wouldn't say fit. I'd say who's more valuable to, mm-hmm. or who, who who could you use the best in the other franchise? Yeah. So let's say I, I'll give you, uh, let's say Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm asking for uh, Dick Grayson for Boba Fett. Mm. There is a rumor that he's going to get his own Zelda movie. Yeah. So. You know what? Yeah. I think from a value standpoint, yeah. You'd accept that? I'd accept that, yeah. But as a character standpoint, eh, I'd prefer Dick Grayson over Boba Fett. But... Yeah, but are we talking about value yeah. over character? Yeah. So. So let's say I'll give you Padme, who is essential to the Star Wars story. Mm. Um, say I'll give you Padme for uh, uh, let's say Gordon. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't think so because Gordon's a little more relevant now with the yeah. Batman story, and Padme's not going to be relevant <laughs> for at least this. Next few years in the Star Wars right now. With okay, then Leia then. Leia for uh, one. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd make that trade. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because yeah. <laughs> Especially with yeah the new movies coming out and everything. Yeah. That's. I don't know. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> I think of like, <laughs> I was just reading about all the trades and stuff. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, you didn't answer my uh, my text. Do you, do you think all these trades that um, the the Blue Jays are doing, mm-hmm. do you think it's going to blow up in their face? It might. I mean, you brought up a good point with what happened with Oakland last year. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping it is so they don't pose a threat to the Yankees. <laughs> but right now, they've ever since those trades, they've brought a pretty good streak. I think they won like four in a row, something like that. Wow. So yeah, uh, Whiskey is doing really good. Yeah, he's doing really good, and Price hasn't even pitched yet. Yeah. Is he resting? Is he on rest or is he? Yeah, just on his normal just rest. Waiting. Yeah, just, oh, just waiting for his, his normal next turn rotation. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Th- thanks for your random thoughts, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took us into like a forty-minute conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I-, I guess we should talk about some Batman stuff, right? If th- if that wasn't enough for. Yeah. <laughs> our- <laughs> Let's talk about him in the universe that he is currently in. <laughs> not 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 who he's going to be traded to. Yeah, so, right. um, yeah, we got some more uh, big news about the uh, about the Batman v Superman movie, and we got some pictures, Tim. Right? Yeah, I don't know if it's big news, but we got some cool pictures. That's definitely for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not big news, Tim. It's not big news to you, Tim. Well, I guess nothing that's new. But I mean, there was a few tidbits that Zack Snyder said in the Empire article, which all these new images came from. But yeah, just. More cool pictures is what I'm excited for. <laughs> yep. Like, but they're mainly behind the scenes shots. But I think the initial ones that came out were just uh, Superman and Wayne Manor that just looks all run down and 
like this makes you think like what exactly happened is did something happen to her or did bruce just not be there for so long that this got worn down and unkept that it looks this way because i think they did say he's yeah. he's he's obviously not living there so he's been living somewhere else maybe he just gave up on it mm, you yeah. know maybe like i don't know he couldn't get get really get over his parents death where it haunted him too much to live in that house and so he just sort of moved away well, I don't think so. I think it's, he was Batman while he lived there, and then either something happened to it, or he didn't want to go back there because he goes back there in the movie. Cause that's where the Batcave's at. Yeah. So it makes me just wonder what happened as he was Batman that made him decide to abandon it. Or maybe he just it, or maybe it got destroyed by Superman somehow. <laughs> <laughs> just like his building, yeah, uh, the Wayne so, Tower. I just think it's somewhere he hasn't been to in a long time. And he finally goes back. Hmm. Wonder why? Yeah, I don't know. We'll get I'm sure we'll get an explanation for it eventually. But there's another image that I think is in the initial one because the initial batch that got released was just Superman and Wayne Man, and then an awesome another shot of Batman by the back signal that we've seen shining up in the rain. This looks awesome. And then yeah, that one looks cool. Then Lex Luthor in front of Lex Corp, and we're definitely. I mean, we knew this all along just from the trailer when he was cast, but it's definitely not the Lex Luthor we were accustomed to that's going to be at the start of this movie i think by the end of course we know he's going to be bald and maybe his attitude will change but it's kind of like the more hip businessman or <laughs> type thing that they're going yeah for kind of like a well i mean they said that like he's like a tech billionaire yeah so, I mean, he's not like the lex that you know we know in the comics so Exactly. I mean, I was expecting a business suit in his like well-maintained office, but he's like in a basketball court at LexCorp, yeah. <laughs> just in casual clothes with a monkey shirt on. <laughs> yeah, the 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 LexCorp logo. It looks like, uh, or at least in that picture, it, it, is that a LexCorp uh, logo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it isn't it like different colors? Yeah, like it's the like yeah, two, yeah, and then like the L and the E are orange, red. Yeah. So like. I guess they're going for like that Google look rather than you know. It almost like looks a like a serious. It almost looks like a basketball team logo. <laughs> Maybe it's because that's where he's at in that shot in a rec room or something. But there's like a big circle behind the L that looks like it can be a basketball, but I don't know. <laughs> or maybe there's a LexCorp basketball team or something. Yeah. <laughs> but then when like the issue actually came out and more got revealed to it, there was more behind the scene photos. Of, there's a more close up shot of. This scene we saw in the trailer with Superman on top of the Batmobile and Batman's coming out of it. And then yeah. Ben Affleck in the suit behind the scenes talking with Zack Snyder. It's just funny seeing, <laughs> just seeing, not funny, but just, it's almost surreal in a way seeing that Batman suit up up close like that and just in casual conversations or whatever. Just I just love seeing that suit so much. I mean, there's a joke going around that's like one of the more certain shots it looks chubby or too bulky, but... When you see him in motion, like we saw in the trailer, yeah, like it looks perfect. <laughs> Even in yeah. the shot, maybe that's the case, but still get a. This is a cool feeling whenever I see that suit. This looks so cool. Well, there are some shots where he looks like. I mean, especially from straight on, mm. he looks like he could lose a few pounds. Like he looks really. <laughs> maybe. Looks I mean, like, maybe that's just like the look of him. Like he, that sort of bulky. Yeah. Heavyweight kind of look. Exactly, like kind of is in the Dark Knight Returns, which we know Zack Snyder is using <laughs> some stuff from in this movie. Even that shot where he's talking to Zack Snyder, it looks like there's bullet holes on the Bat logo. 
and you know how he always said in that story that it should be used as like a a target for them to aim at and it kind of looks like that might be the case i don't know if you're looking at it right now but there's like three like there's one on the top left one on like the middle right and on the bottom left is like three like punctures or bullet holes or something in there i wonder if he actually gets shot but they're gonna do like the old michael keaton thing where he gets shot pretend he's dead and come back up but <laughs> oh you mean he has a metal plate yeah. <laughs> i'm very sure i always prefer where batman is able to dodge the bullet instead of get shot and play dead <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh there's also that shot too where superman another shot of them facing off in the rain about to do battle and there is that one image that came out before i think it was in the entertainment article which i actually used as our twitter page header where it's just batman and superman facing off and superman's just staring at him kind of like casually like he knows he can't really do anything to him that's probably before the fight they're just about to face off but in this shot you see the face and the expression on superman i mean he looks angry at batman like maybe it's something batman said or he did or this is a little bit after the fight we got beat up a little bit but he looks angry at batman like oh i'm gonna get you now right. i was gonna say i'm gonna kill you but you know superman wouldn't do that but he has that look on his face like uh you're like you're mine now <laughs> like yeah. i've had enough i wonder how that's gonna work you know like superman angry yeah i don't know if, that, no. like how... if that's really gonna work or you know because you have batman who's this dark brooding character and then isn't it gonna kind of feel like he's you know henry cavill's ripping off uh, ben Affleck's attitude, or Bruce Wayne's attitude, a little bit. I wouldn't say ripping off um, just yet, but I know there's been some criticism even with Man of Steel. I can see it to a degree where Superman's a little too serious and maybe too angsty, I guess. Yeah. So, but in this context of the fight, I could definitely see him going this way. But I do hope that at the course of the movie, or by the time the movie's over, we're start kind of seeing that more. Um, I don't want to say lighthearted Superman, but the more happy Superman, I guess. Who were because this would be more of a contrast to Batman's dark and brooding personality. You need you can't have Superman be that serious and have Batman be even more serious. You need to have Superman be a little more upbeat and just have a more general positive attitude and personality more than Batman would. So, but during this context of this fight, I expect Superman to be <laughs> as pissed off as probably Batman is at him for destroying that Wayne building right now. Because I'm just curious to see what Batman's gonna do. I mean, we saw a glimpse of it in the trailer where he just smashes him through that building. But how much damage is Batman actually going to do to Superman to warrant that expression he has on his face in this image? I mean, ugh, just can't wait to find out. And just how long that fight's going to be. <laughs> do you think Batman's going to win? <laughs> I, mean, I think it's going to come to a standstill. None of them are going to win. Maybe Wonder mm-hmm. Woman gets involved somewhere, or that's when whatever the main villain threat's going to be, and he makes himself known, they have to stop fighting and help each yeah. other instead of fighting each other. So right, that would right. be interesting. But maybe there'll be a sequence where you know one of them is the winner, but before they could deliver like a final blow or something, then something interrupts their fight and where it's kinda officially like not officially a winner is decided in that battle, but you know in the back of your mind who actually won. But yeah, yeah. that image that looks cool. And then even the alternate cover for Empire, where before it's, it's just Batman and Superman on one side, but then there's another one where it's Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. And I think I like that image better. It's just because we haven't seen too much of that of Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. And I'm curious to see how many scenes they'll have interacting together, whether or not Batman and Superman. But I mean, just look at this image. I mean, we've seen Henry Cavill before as Clark Kent at the end of Man of Steel with the glasses and everything. And we see yeah. certain shots in the trailer as Bat- 
Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, who looked really good. But this one, this looks more like the Bruce Wayne we're accustomed to, the fancy suit and <laughs> Clark Kent. Just the reporter outfit, reporter suit and trench coat and all that. But you just see the difference between both of them as Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. I think just capturing that perfectly in that shot. Yeah, and like, you know in the trailer, is is Bruce wearing a turtleneck? <laughs> a turtleneck? In which shot? Where he's in the um, back cave talking to Alfred? Or? No, no, it's the Alfred voiceover. And Bruce oh, okay. is just kind of staring mm-hmm. at something. Oh, he is he wearing be. a turtleneck? <laughs> he might be. I'm not yeah. sure though. Now that you think about it, I can't really say yes or no definitively. So what's up with the turtleneck? Yeah. <laughs> you got a problem with turtlenecks, Dave? Yeah, they just look weird. <laughs> you shouldn't have anything hugging your neck. <laughs> it's a classic look that the Beatles wore all the time. <laughs> I mean, would that with the Beatles cover look icon- as iconic without the turtleneck look? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. it I don't know. I just don't like turtlenecks. I guess. All right. I shouldn't show you that one picture I have of me in a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should. You should too. This should be a cover art for this episode. Yeah, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly lost it, right? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, those are the images that were put out. I mean, I wish Empire would release over here in the U.S., but <laughs> just the U.K. magazine. But of course. The internet's going to get the info on there. And while nothing new was really revealed, Zack Snyder did say some cool stuff about Suicide Squad, where all pretty much we knew Joker and Harley. I mean, as a Batman fan, it makes sense that he would be the one to put them in Arkham or Bell Reeve or wherever they're being held at. But he also said that he's responsible for most of the villains in Suicide Squad being locked up. So that's cool to know that if. He's responsible for all of them, <laughs> and somehow he's because we know he's in the movie, obviously. But if he's going to be like that one common thread for all of them, <laughs> where they each had a run-in with Batman and maybe just offhand tell different stories of how they got captured, I think it'd be pretty, pretty cool. But I know there's a lot of characters in Suicide Squad, so I don't know if each and every one of them is going to have their own Batman story. But I just like how that's kind of planted in there, where maybe there's one sequence where they say like, "So, like, what are you in for? Or how did you get involved in this?" And then they say something about how they got captured by Batman. I think that could be pretty cool. Yeah. So pretty much all their stories are going to be, Oh, I just got caught by Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they almost be like an almost got him type thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not really the animated series, but actually that'd be, See, cool in itself. it's kind of like if you go to a prison right now and say, Oh, what happened? <laughs> like everybody says, Oh, I got caught by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's by the same cop. That's what would make it interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then he just also says, of course, you know, they have Justice League and they all have all the movies are going to fit in all planned out. And he says he has like a big like whiteboard in his office with like the entire DC movie universe planned and sketched out and that pre-production for Justice League has already begun. And more confirmation that Batman, of course, has been Batman for 20 years and he's in like age 45 to 46 and, you know, having Superman come down is changing everything he thought of as far as being Batman. He said it's like a paradigm shift for him. So this is total, this changes the game and certain characters like <laughs> Wonder Woman and Aquaman are going to not, he said, he's mentioned Aquaman specifically, how you'll understand how, how he exists in Batman v Superman, but he won't necessarily see much of him, but you'll know why he exists and how he'll set up and be a part of justice league. So stuff like that, nothing really major or earth shattering but cool little info i just think the suicide squad thing was probably the coolest one knowing that batman locked all of them up for the most part 
So essentially, like we brought up last episode, I think, um, Bruce is kind of like Woody in Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> he gets all jealous because there's a new toy around, or a new hero around. Not jealous, but overly concerned <laughs> about the welfare no, of the race. Yeah. I, yeah, but Woody was jealous in Toy Story. Yeah, definitely Woody was. And he wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but Batman is concerned that Superman is going to be everyone's favorite new hero. He's worried he's going to destroy the human race. So. <laughs> Oh, so it's not a thing where it's like, nobody's paying attention to me. Oh, you know, they got a new hero. <laughs> Imagine if that was the actual plot. <laughs> <laughs> if that was the actual plot to that, I, I, you and me could have written it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a, a crybaby Batman. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the most popular hero. <laughs> or pretty much just rip off Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just... Um, you know, Batman's been around, and then, then Superman shows up. He gets all jealous and tries to hit him out of the room yeah. with, a, <laughs> they with a lamp. They get trapped in the Joker's hideout or warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sid. <laughs> yeah, you, you you have to have that that spider-looking thing with the baby head on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense in the Joker hideout or warehouse or something like that. He'd have that, right? But I don't know if you heard this rumor also, but could be potential spoilers here. So we'll see if it pans out. But do you hear reports about it was revealed who Jenna Malone's actually playing in the movie? Yeah, Babs. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah, she just, dyed her hair red. Just curious to see how she's going to fit in there because we know that's another thing too and actually mark brought this to my attention on twitter and i had no idea this is another potential spoiler so be warned but um the robin costume that we saw in the trailer and the robin who may be dead is actually might be dick grayson i've heard other fans talk about that too where but yeah mark was the one who brought it to my attention where there was like a leaked photo that came out a while ago that i apparently didn't see (laughs) or hear about where there was a tombstone that had dick grayson on there but it's not out there anymore. They got taken down. I was like, "What? I never heard about that." And yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that actually. Having Dick Grayson not exist in that universe, where well, no he that, did. I mean, anymore anyway. And that he, there's <laughs> no chance of him showing up as Nightwing. Because I think that'd have been cool. But yeah, I'd be disappointed actually if that's the case where that is Dick Grayson who the Joker killed. And I kind of heard other fans reasoning where it couldn't make sense. Where if you wanted to have a death of a Robin be more of an impact for a general audience, you would make a Dick Grayson because that's the one everybody knows about and is more familiar with. So for them to really be so, oh man, like this Robin's dead and it'd be big of an impact for them if it was Dick Grayson. So I get that, but as diehard Batman fans, you know, it'd be kind of hard to swallow to knowing that Dick Grayson got the death instead of Jason Todd by the Joker and knowing that he doesn't exist in Batman v Superman. And how... Yeah, and is is Babs going to be Oracle or is she going to be Batgirl. Exactly, that's the question. I mean, I would think Oracle, because if they're doing Joker killing Robin, I would think they do the killing joke and have her paralyzed Barbara, too. But, you know, I don't know. If they're going to change up Jason Todd to Dick Grayson, then they can do something different with Batgirl, too, or Barbara. Right, right. She, I don't know how, how old Jenna Malone is, but she looks pretty young, so I'm not sure if it'd be like kind of something where Barbara... Is just starting out as Batgirl. Like you said, she's going to be Oracle. It should be interesting, but 
I was kind of getting geared up for her being Carrie Kelly, actually, because <laughs> I thought that would have been a, a cool fit also. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying before. Like, I know. This new rumor. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think would be better, Carrie Kelly or having Barbara in there? Babs, but like Babs, not not as like a fully formed Oracle or a Batgirl. Okay. You know? So you'd rather have her where she's none of those just yet, but have her just like maybe plant the seeds for her to become Batgirl or Oracle. Right, right. Yeah. See, I don't know. I think that can work, but at the same time, this is like going fanboy mode where, okay, so we had Batman and Robin as Dick Grayson, but if Dick Grayson's dead, that means he never like teamed up with Batgirl or had a relationship with Barbara and all that. So I don't know. That's just the fanboy in me wanting them to (laughs) see more stuff that we got in the comics and like the history of Batman show up on screen. But at the same time, you know, it's not going to be direct adaptions of anything, and they're going to pick and choose what they want to do. So, which is fine. This is their own universe that they're creating. But it just kind of would have been cool to, because it looks like they're taking so much from the comics that we already know and love, that it would have been cool to have them take uh, the stuff that as fans we really like are familiar with and translate it to the screen too. But that's being a little nitpicky. I'm not going to complain if that's not the case or anything especially if it works better for the story that we do get in batman v superman and just this whole new batman universe is setting up you sure you're not gonna complain to like <laughs> everybody else maybe i'll share some disappointment but not complain <laughs> <laughs> if there's a difference i don't know <laughs> yeah it's like um this has nothing to do with batman but <laughs> um i don't know i kind of lost my faith in like podcasters because um you know I, i'm a fan of uh true detective the hbo show okay and i i've listened to like three or four uh true detective podcasts right okay and yeah maybe the writing isn't as good as the first season maybe it's not like the first season but that's kind of the point you know they started over and it's a lot more subtle like i was I was listening to um, the 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 episodes for this past epi- uh, episode. Okay. That just aired, and like, how, how am I going to explain this without spoiling it? But uh, I'll just spoil it, right? <laughs> just so, throw out the warning; you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's going to be True Detective spoilers, season two spoilers. So if you did, if you do if you haven't watched the show yet, you might want to skip this part. So. Uh, so Colin Farrell, right? He's a corrupt cop. The reason why he's corrupt is because, uh, and, and this should be—I I should probably put a mature warning, spo- or a warning out okay. there. So <laughs> uh, the reason why he's a um, corrupt cop is because his wife was raped. Um, I think like like twelve years ago or something, mm. and. Uh, he gets information from Vince Vaughn's character about his wife's rapist. So he goes out, kills him, and uh, Vince Vaughn helps him get rid of the body. So he becomes cop. He, he's blackmailed into becoming this corrupt cop, right? Um, but in this past episode, they find the the wife's rapist because you know they do a DNA test from her rape kit, and they find out that it's this serial rapist. Mm. But the kid doesn't look like the rapist or Colin Farrell. It's clearly not Colin Farrell's kid because the kid is on the heavier side. 
and he has red hair and both Colin Farrell's wife and him have black hair, right? Uh-huh. So the reason why I'm telling you this <laughs> is because not one of these podcasts mentioned that, that, you know, the kid doesn't look like the rapist, the serial rapist, right? And during the episode, he, he, you know, he's trying to fight for his kid to get visitation rights because they're divorced now. And, you know, he's trying to fight for it. And, you know, if he solves this case, then this woman will help him with that. But then during this episode, he just gives up and he, he tells the wife that, you know, you can have him. Just tell him, don't, d- don't ever tell him that he's a product of rape, right? Okay. And now one of these podcasts mentioned, you know, what is his motivation for, for solving this case now that he's just given up on trying to get his kid back? So that was like the main plot side of the whole season and it's not over yet, but yet he gave up? Yeah, he just, <laughs> he just kind of gave up because he was like, you know, he has no chemistry with his kid. He doesn't really know his kid. And... He said some pretty mean things to him too. So <laughs> he he just realized that you know his kid would be better without him. And not one of these podcasts mentioned that what what's his motivation now that you know he just gave up. And not to mention you know it, it's a little more subtle because like there's another case that's going on where you know this woman disappears right. And she sends her sister like a picture of this party, and the, there's like two other detectives that that you know they they find this hut this this hut out in the middle of the woods, um, and on this invitation there's this little insignia thing, and just for a brief glimpse, just like a brief glimpse, you can see this this symbol thing on the door of this hut and nobody brought that up. (laughs) And I'm like, are you watching this or are you just watching it to hate it, to hate on this when you guys talk about it? See, that's what I was going to ask. Cause I don't watch true detective, but I know like the first season was really good. Everyone raved about it. And I've seen like on Twitter and stuff, people saying how the second season isn't as good as that. But yeah. So is that kind of the thing now where it's, well, people are comparing it. about it and hate it on the second season. Yeah, people are complain, complaining that it's not like the first season. Well, it's an anthology series. It's not supposed to be like the first season. You know, there's totally different actors. There's a totally different crew. I mean, this is like, it's not supposed to be the same thing. And it's a lot more subtle and people aren't getting it. Like, See, the whole uh, series that reminds me of like Final Fantasy where there's a sequel, but it's totally different than the last game with different characters yeah, and all that. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that first or that previous game right or the game after yeah, right? Uh. yeah right so this season is like a lot more subtle like i remember like there's this one scene where colin farrow gets shot by this guy in a bird mask right but was it an owl it's court of owl mask <laughs> no no it was, it was a raven mask but okay. he, yeah he gets shot right and you don't see the identity of this guy but the the guy's shoes match this doctor's shoes. They're wearing the same shoes, mm. or at least the same shoe brand, right? Now, one of these podcasts mentioned that. 
<laughs> I don't think... See, it sounds I mean, like I, I didn't even know the, that. It sounds like you're being the true detective and noticing all these things where these podcasts well, aren't. It, <laughs> all you got to do is go on Reddit or <laughs> like, like uh, Polygon dot uh, com. You know that website, right? The yeah. video game website or the entertainment website. They 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 have a, like this writer. I don't know who he or she is, but they do a really good write up of every episode. That you know. Oh. It's like stuff I didn't even notice. Like um, they go to this place called Guerinville Gern- or something. It's a place in California. It's like a wooded area. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but it's not where it, I live. <laughs> yeah. It's it, and apparently, I mean, I had no idea about this, but it's a it's a vacation spot for gay couples. Like a lot of gay couples go there, right? Okay. And uh, Taylor Kitsch, who's in this show, uh, Gambit. He, yeah, Gambit. Gambit's in this show. Um, he plays a character who is probably b- bisexual or gay, right? But he tries to hide it, and th- like when he goes there, he hates that area. So has he been there before? You know, it, did he go vacation there before with his war buddy? You know, nobody mentioned that in, in these podcasts. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, maybe the story isn't so isn't as great as the serial killer story they told in the first season. But I, it's it's a different thing. And you got to look for these little things that make it really, really interesting. Yeah, like, I, like in the first episode, there's a picture on this wall and like – some people on the internet, on on Reddit, like looked up that picture, and it's it's a picture of Luna Park, this place in Australia, right, where these there was some kind of carnival accident, right, that uh, these kids burnt burned up or something, and I don't know, it, it's like this this Freemason thing, like they connected with connected it with this Freemason thing with the 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 image that they worship, like uh, called Ra or something, I can't remember. It's like this bull, this bull picture that they seem to really center on. And one of the kids was ta- had taken a picture, his last picture, with this guy dressed up as a bull, and they thought like there's like this great conspiracy thing. It's really confusing, but like it's all these things are there if you really, really look for them, and these people aren't looking for them, so it's kind of like. Why are you doing this podcast? How many how many times have you said that, you know, if you weren't doing this podcast, you probably wouldn't be watching the show. So why don't you just quit the podcast and yeah. stop watching the show instead of just bashing on it? Yeah, see, I don't get that mindset as far as like when you're not yeah. enjoying something, you still do it for the podcast. Me, you should only do podcasts because you enjoy what you're talking about. Yeah, you don't do um, – you know your Star Wars podcast because you hate Star Wars, and the only reason why you you, you keep up with Star Wars news is because of the podcast, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's just a waste of your time and the listeners' time, I think. Yeah, and I was talking with uh, with Mark on Twitter, and you know he he likes this season of True Detective, and I think he, me, and him are the only two people that like this. <laughs> This season, true detective. I think I know one other person on Twitter who I saw said like this. Uh, <laughs> there's three of you. Really? Who is that? Because I'm gonna follow them. <laughs> uh, it should be one of my uh, Star Wars buddies on there, Paul Herman. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that Herman fifty two or whatever. Twenty two, yeah. Twenty two, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he likes it. Mm. Good. I'm glad there's other people besides me and Mark that yeah. <laughs> that like this true this season of True Detective because like everybody was raving and raving and raving about the first season and yeah I thought the first season was good it but I felt that it became just a regular detective story you know the last couple of episodes you know like episode five through eight it just kind of it was just kind of like a regular detective story and I thought it was kind of a weak ending but you didn't hear me bashing on it <laughs> I mean, you, know, you could say if you don't like it or have a problem with it, but just to keep on bashing it and bashing it and then watching it even though you don't like it, I don't get that. Like you said, just a waste of time, really. Yeah. Yeah, like another criticism is that, like, Vince Vaughn, his character, like, he, um, for, like, the first couple of episodes, he's doing the same thing. He's going around and collecting money from people. Well, that's because he used to be this rich gangster who had a lot of power who invest? Who tried to go straight? Invested his money in this rail project, and the guy who was organizing it died, and his money is gone. Right. So, what happened is was is Vince Vaughn has no money because he liquidated his assets and he double mortgaged, you know, his his casino that he owned and his house. So he lost all of his money. So that's why he's doing this in every episode. He's trying to get money so that he can live (laughs) i don't get it i just don't i'm sorry (laughs) why don't you get it (laughs) do i really have to explain to you why he's going around and hustling for money you know do do i really have to explain it to you he just lost five million dollars and on top of that he was overcharged for he, he was scammed out of some of that money. So, do I really have to explain that to you? <laughs> it sounds like you should have your own True Detective podcast. <laughs> I know, maybe me and Mark should start one, yeah. because it seems like these people don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. See, what would you call it, though? What would be the, a good name for a True uh, Detective podcast? Uh, true Detective, where we actually like the episode. Yeah. <laughs> the positive True Detective podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, now I know more about True Detective than I ever did just by hearing you talk about it. So. Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear about uh, the how Vince Vaughn spoiled the uh, uh, kind of like a countryside so that they could uh, buy the land cheap uh, and build a strip mall or buy the land so they could build the railroad line or how he, he, he was swindled out of his money or how – the uh the main case guy the the guy that died <laughs> see i thought uh, i take it he's not a detective right <laughs> no no he's a gangster <laughs> yeah so i thought it would be like the two main actors are like the two detectives of the series but no so it's it's uh colin farrell uh taylor kitsch and uh, rachel mcadams are the three detectives okay yeah and vince vaughn is just blackmailing colin farrell yeah, and then the first season was nazi mcconaughey and yeah, Woody Harrelson. Okay, yeah. So those two weren't. One of them was a detective, and one wasn't. No, they're both. They're partners. Okay, they're so that series. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. Oh, and another thing too is now <laughs> this is this is where the mature warning comes in. All right. Um, remember I mentioned that hut in Guerneville or whatever, however you pronounce that. Uh-huh. 
there's a chair with blood splattered all over the walls and the chair and the ground and everywhere. And so, like, the forensics team comes out. They find out that it's female blood and it has gonorrhea, the STD, mm-hmm. right? So the main guy that died, this guy named Casper, he had gonorrhea too, but not <laughs> – I'm sorry, you said only, the guy who died in Casper, I just thought of Casper, the friendly ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I thought too at first, but this guy's a freak. Um, but not only that, is none of these podcasts mention that not only is there one dead person, Casper, but there's another dead person, um, this female with gonorrhea. Nobody else mentioned that who's probably a prostitute. Nobody else mentioned that. So now there's two bodies. None of these, none of these podcasts mention that. <laughs> Man, it's just like what you're saying. It's just we don't like the episode, and here's why we don't like it, and nothing about the actual I mean, story I'm progression smart. and like what goes on during it. I mean, I'm not a smart person. I mean, if you listen, ever listen to a second of this podcast, you would, <laughs> but yet I pick up on these things, and I mean, especially the body thing. That's painfully obvious. There's two bodies now. There's Casper, and there's this probable, probably a prostitute with gonorrhea. So, so there's two, and are those two connected? You know, because Casper was going up north all the time with four thousand dollars. He would withdraw four thousand dollars and head up north. So, was he meeting up with that prostitute, or was he doing something? I mean, we know what he was doing. He he was having, you know, these wild sex parties where he would film it and blackmail these people into getting what he wanted. That's what he was doing. But there was no mention of this other body. (laughs) And this person probably died because there was a lot of blood there. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just going crazy. (laughs) You just want a more positive podcast experience. (laughs) For True Detective. But anyway, let's get to some... Uh, that's enough True Detective. That's our True Detective podcast. See, it sounded like we were doing detective work on True Detective. Yeah. <laughs> well, it feels like I have to do that because yeah. people just... Oh, you know, Vince Vaughn is doing the same thing. Oh, Colin Farrell is doing the same thing. Oh, the dialogue is so terrible. It's like... You, you just got to research this thing. You got to like <laughs> look into it. You can't just like take it at face value. Maybe the first season was like that, but with the Yellow King and Carcosa. But even that took some digging because nobody knew what Carcosa or the Yellow King was. So, yeah, I'm my, my rant is done about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it feels good to get it off your chest. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sick of these people that just like take it at face value and they're like, <laughs> It doesn't make sense. I don't know what Vince Vaughn's character is doing. It's too complicated for my little brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my God, just read a little bit. Read, <laughs> read or pay attention. Yeah, read or pay attention. Because it's not that hard to follow if, you really, if you're really, really into it. And if you're not, then stop watching the show and stop complaining about it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. This is um. I think we should get into uh, our conversation with Alex, and I guess we'll wrap things up after that, right? Yeah, I think that's gonna be it. All right. So, um, Alex, of course, sends in an email, and he says, "Hey, bad fans, not wearing pants because it's too da- darn hot." <laughs> that's for sure. I don't remember the last yeah. time I wore pants. <laughs> Shorts for the last few months. 
it's been straight underwear. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't gone that hard for me yet. But. <laughs> yeah, at least in California, it's kind of uh, it's it's a crisp hotness. There's, it's not humid. It actually has been humid this last week. Which really? Is, yeah. Which yeah. we get sometimes, but not too often. It never feels comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because it's humid right now in this room. And, like I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he says, how's it hanging? Get it? Because bats, you know, they hang upside down. I'm sorry. They must be <laughs> frying my frame. <laughs> yeah, that's this a good one, Alex. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Anyways, great episodes. I really enjoyed the interview. Thanks for relaying the San Diego Comic-Con news. Actually, thanks for the news you deliver on every episode. You're quite oh. welcome. Yeah, thank you, Alex. It's cool that they're doing The Killing Joke as an animated feature, even though the comic is awesome. I actually like them to put a bit of an original spin on it. I enjoyed the Batman Year One movie, but being that it was a, it was just a simile of the comic, I prefer to just read the original story instead, since I could control the pacing and keep the voices I had for the characters in my head. The DC Animated Universe did an amazing job adapting the comics with their unique spin. And uh, for the most part, I believe that they portrayed the characters better than the source material. Although if you have friends or family that don't read comics, the DVDs are a nice way to share a beloved story with them. Well, maybe not the killing joke. That's not the kind of story you bond over with your buddies or your girlfriend. (laughs) Hey, you never know. One thing I am worried about is how they're going to handle the ambiguous ending. I knew, I know DC drew plot points from the, of the story into the canon, but the story itself is a self-contained graphic novel. I still can't decide if Batman killed the Joker or if Batman just realized the hopelessness of the, his situation that even if he could re- rehabilitate, rehabilitate the Joker, he would never trust that the Joker would truly change. Nevertheless, it's great that they're getting Mark Hamill to reprise his role as the Joker, since he's the king of that role. Yes, well, it's not officially, officially announced. It's been reported. I think it was Collider that first said that. Yeah. They have been told with their stories that Mark Hamill. And if they don't get him, then what's the point? It's just, yeah, it's too much of a no-brainer, especially with Bruce Timm as the producer on it. I mean, come on, he has to. (laughs) The 20 years they've worked together, you know, the killing joke has come up where Mark Hamill said he'd love to do that. So, yeah, it has to be. And as far as Alex mentioning the ending, I'm kind of hoping it's exactly like how the comic book, just make it as ambiguous as it is. It just... You hear the laughter, and it fades to black, and that's it. You don't know what happens. I think that'd be a cool way to end it. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the trailers for the new DC movies. In regards to the Pixar movies, though, I never really got sad over them. I remember hearing, well, Alex, I didn't really cry. (laughs) (laughs) It was just really sad. I admit it, Dane. You went through tons of tissue boxes while watching Pixar movies. Of course, especially, oh, that was just depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Um hearing a bunch of guys crying over the ending of Toy Story 3, and when I finally saw it after it was released, I was confused over the sentiment. Did I miss something? From what I recall, people were sad over the notion of a college student giving up his preschool toys. Don't four or five-year-old boys want to distance themselves from Slinky Dogs and Mr. Potato Head? I promise I'm not a soulless monster, so I must not have been paying attention. (laughs) I don't know. Even my old childhood toys, I don't play with them, but I still have some. Yes, it, it it's just that thought. It's like, oh man, they. I remember. Well, for me anyway, it was like, oh, I remember playing with that Batman toy or whatever. Mm, exactly. Just that kind of thing. 
but up up is just depressing <laughs> they should be called up but it makes you feel down afterwards yeah. <laughs> and same thing with wally wally was depressing too <laughs> did you see wally no yeah no. i'm still in the same position i was in our last episode or i haven't watched any pixar movies in a long time <laughs> uh, but anyway yeah he says as, as to the batman tmnt uh, crossover that's fantastic i stopped yes, reading is. comics because they were too expensive for me but i'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it tim when it comes out uh tmnt was easily my, my uh favorite comic book series that i read from this decade in the past i said that it reminded me of 90s batman but after i went back and read from that era i actually thought the new teenage mutant ninja turtles Oh man, that's a lot. TMNT. Comics, <laughs> that's why it's much, abbreviated. <laughs> so much better. I would definitely recommend them to people that didn't like the 80s and 90s turtles because I'm one of them. I felt like it was going from Joel Schumacher to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> hmm, well, 80s turtles comparing to Schumacher might be a little bit of a stretch, but I know what you're getting at, Alex. So, but yeah, it's night and day with the comics from like the original 80s animated series. Uh, just so good. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know what I think of the crossover. And I have a feeling I'm gonna like it no matter what because <laughs> i'm not expecting like a groundbreaking emotional story i'm just expecting some fun cool sequences between batman and the turtles and turtles and batman villains and stuff like that <laughs> it should be at least anyway from the art even those two images that were released it's gonna look really good that's for sure just getting excited already just thinking about it <laughs> and of course alex has questions um his first question is what other characters would you like batman to cross over with how would they meet up well, I'm definitely getting one of my ultimate crossovers with the Ninja Turtles. So, but I think I might have said this before on a previous podcast. But I'd really love to see a Batman Wolverine story. I mean, we're talking about how they'd be great uh, trade partners <laughs> to swap characters with. But I think they're similar in a lot of ways, just with the amount of training both characters have and what they've been through in their past, as far as becoming like ex- uh, one of the best fighters and like physical conditions any human can be in and to see them kind of pair up to either on it because i don't want to see them like fight each other we've seen fan like fan films and stuff too i want to see them work together because i think they'd have a mutual respect for one another and how they get things done well i'm sure batman wanted to prove of wolverine's killing but (laughs) other aspects of the character i'm sure he'd come to respect so i don't know how they'd meet up i mean dc and marvel had those crossover stories where it's a bunch of cosmic beings that (laughs) bring the characters from different universes and stuff like that. So who knows how? I really don't care. I would just be cool to see Batman and Wolverine team up for a story. You know, that's something I'd really want to see. How about Batman and True Detective <laughs> Season 2? <laughs> more people like it because there's Batman in yeah. it. Hey, the world's greatest detective in True Detective? That makes sense. <laughs> um, but his second question is, what are the worst superhero names in your opinion? I think arms fall off point. <laughs> and the wizard are pretty unfortunate names. <laughs> See, I'm going to go with an old DC character. Where I was looking through a DC encyclopedia book and I saw this name. Like, who came up with this character? Doll Man. <laughs> that just does not sound good. I mean, you got Doll Maker, but someone whose name is Doll Man is like. <laughs> That doesn't strike fear to the hearts of criminals, <laughs> especially when you see his outfit. Yeah. Dollman is not a name I think you'd want to have out there. I know even in uh, 
Ant-Man and promotion stuff, they joke about how, like, it wasn't my idea for the name, or can we change the name? Well, as ridiculous as Ant-Man might sound, I think Doll-Man sounds ten times worse, and just more as a joke than anything. So I think that'd be up there. It's one of the worst superhero names ever. Doll-Man. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know where I heard this name from. Uh, apparently it was in a comic book. I'm not sure if it was a DC or a Marvel book or whatever, but uh, Matter Eater Lad... <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like he he just eats matter. Yeah. <laughs> like he eats stuff. Is that his superpower? He can eat anything. What does he look like, like? Is he a big guy? I don't know. I just heard the name. Okay. I just saw the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a long time ago. Like I don't I don't even know what it is. I don't know where what book he's from. I don't know what superhero he's he he's related to or what. Well, I'm gonna but, type it in on Google right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Matter Eater Man, you said, right? Matter Eater Lad. Oh, Lad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's from the DC Universe. Uh, so is he oh, called Legion Doll of Man's team or something? <laughs> he's in the Legion, Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> yeah, my computer's going slow right now. It's not bringing it up. Oh, okay, so... Then what does he look he like? He possesses the power to eat in all forms. <laughs> okay. As do all natives for this home planet Bismol. <laughs> Abysmal? <laughs> Bismol. B I S M O L L. It's funny there was a planet Abysmal. <laughs> um, yeah, mine's not coming up. <laughs> so he's the it? 15th member inducted into the Legion of Superheroes, joining soon after Bouncing Boy. <laughs> I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what he looks like. Um, he kind of looks like. Okay, I'm on my phone now, and I brought it up. <laughs> I see him eating a chain link fence. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he looks like Green Lantern, like the '70s Green Lantern. <laughs> if Green Lantern didn't have the domino mask and he had yellow on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He doesn't look as ridiculous as his name sounds. Yeah, but yeah. he just—it's just like a stupid name. It's a stupid concept for a superhero too. It should just be Matter Eater, and like the lad in there throws it off even more. <laughs> yeah, like Matter Eater Lad. I still will say it's better than Doll Man. Doll Man, yeah. What about Bouncing Boy? What yeah. is Bouncing Boy? <laughs> um, I think he's in some Justice League episodes. Oh. Got the Legion of Superheroes in there. But anyway, yeah. Uh, th- thanks, Alex, for your email. We always enjoy reading them, and you always like, like this one especially about yeah. the superhero names. You always we, go with the, the the best questions. So, where thanks. else would we talk about Doll Man and Matter Eater Last <laughs> if it wasn't for your questions? Um, yeah. So, so thank you, Alex. You know we love you. Um, and now we can move on to Mike. Did Did you want to read Mike's email? It says, hey guys, listening to your last podcast, it became quite alarming how little action is in The Dark Knight Rises. Though your thorough commentary, you have hit the 50-minute mark, and other than the Bane intro, there have been not very much at all. When I watch the movie at regular speed, I've never really noticed how long it takes till Batman shows up. A question for you. Since BVS will probably be out on Blu-ray before you are even halfway through this movie, are you going to continue? Yes, we are, Mike. We can't stop now. No way. Yeah, it'd be a huge letdown just of 
just of humans in general. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be a huge letdown. We have a responsibility now, Mike, that we can't abandon. Yep. We'd be letting too many people down. So, yeah, so as tough as it will be to have Batman v Superman on Blu-ray waiting to be commentaried on, we'll continue on with The Dark Knight Rises minute by minute, no matter how long it takes. <laughs> if it takes till we're, like, in our late 80s. Yeah. Still be <laughs> Even when we're dead, we'll continue. <laughs> Our kids will yeah there you go he says can you believe that we have only eight months to go before this movie will change the world we are heading in serious spoiler territory boy so watch out what you read because this close to the release you hope that they have a lockdown on the info and hope nothing massive gets leaked do you guys really believe that the wb and david air were really upset that the trailers leaked it seemed a bit overkill to me but maybe it was all for publicity and thank you, Dane, for pointing out that my inability to go to Comic-Con shouldn't restrict me from being able to see the trailers and stuff like that. There we go. Thank you, Mike. Because, I mean, listen, hey, I live in the most isolated chain of islands in the entire world. Right? So, it, I'm not going to go to San Diego just to see, just to go to Comic-Con. And wait in line two days just to make sure you get a good spot. Right. And Mike's all the way in Australia. Yeah. He's not going to fly to San Diego just to see this trailer. And we're just not going to do that. So just, so just post it on the internet. Yeah, and I don't... I think you are right where they they probably were a little bit overkill on how upset they were on their press releases and their Twitter comments and all that. I don't think... You know, was for all for publicity. I know people have been saying that. I mean, if it was, I don't think they would have made that big of a deal in their press release and like David Ayer's tweets and all that. They would, like I said in the last episode, they probably would have played it off as a more fun way, like Marvel did when Agents of, I mean, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron trailer got leaked, and they're all like, "Darn it, Hydra like got us and released the trailer." Like they would have been more casual, more fun with it if they were right. just for publicity. But I think they were genuinely upset that this got out. So, and they. Uh, made it known that they were not happy he says i think the people in line who got to go to the star wars concert and got to meet Zack snyder and see the batmobile is the reward for the camp out and they are the first people to see the new footage so putting it out 30 minutes after doesn't hurt their experience he says i was a little surprised by the comments of harley not looking very harley are you kidding me she looks exactly like the current comics and that took cues from arkham the arkham games and they took cues from the comics so it all ties in and the talk that Wonder Woman is too small is ridiculous. I say a great post I say a great post on Facebook or Twitter that showed Gal Gadot compared to the Wonder Woman from the comics in the last 15 years or so, and she is in the exact proportions, so the arguments are invalid. I will admit that the internet guru Lex Luthor is taking a bit to get used to, but it makes sense that in today's society, most of the money is in the hands of people like him. Yeah, totally agree with you both on Harley and the Wonder Woman fronts. Those complaints need to stop. <laughs> I mean, especially the Harley one. I don't. Uh, unless you're just expecting her to be in her Harley Quinn outfit from the animated series, and that's why you're not happy with it. There's really not much to complain about, and you shouldn't even be expecting that to be in the type of movie Suicide Squad's going to be. So, yeah, with you 100% there, Mike. Because I picked up a copy of Justice League: Gods and Monsters this week, and I really enjoyed it. It was great to watch a movie that in 75 minutes gave histories to the characters and the world they live in and also give a solid murder mystery slash conspiracy action movie. Bruce Timm is definitely missing from recent animated features because the story quality on this one is so much above the other releases. I love the Dexter guy voicing Kirk Langstrom, 
but he would never pull off a regular Batman, in my opinion. So this fit really well. And my God, that scene with Wonder Woman's wedding was a shocker. Not sure I could ever look at the new guys the same way again. And to make me a little sad for Darkseid is an achievement. I know you guys aren't big Elseworld fans, but I hope that they look into continuing the storyline. Is there an Elseworlds that you would like to see done in animated form? Injustice or Red Sun or My Pigs? Yeah, I haven't seen Gods and Monsters yet. I got it this week, but like I said at the inset, it's been a crazy week, so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Hopefully I will this weekend, but I'm hearing really good things about it. Like you said, Mike, um, seems to be getting good reviews and something different and that it's good to have Bruce Tim back in there. So I've said before, while I wasn't too excited about this one, but I'm kind of getting more excited to watch it now than I was before, just based on the feedback I'm hearing from people on it. So hopefully I'll enjoy it as much as you did. But as far as Elseworlds stories, um, I guess this account is Elseworlds, but we kind of got a little bit already in Justice League Flashpoint with the Thomas Wayne Batman. I would still love to see that miniseries be translated into an actual animated movie. I think that'd be so, so cool. <laughs> we got hints of it, and it looked like they did an awesome job with what we got in Flashpoint. So part of me still hopes out that one day we'd see the Thomas Wayne story from the Flashpoint universe. He goes on to say, I am interested in seeing the Killing Joke animated movie because I think after Arkham Knight, Mark Hamill deserves another Joker role. Are you ever getting these adaptions? It says, are you... Let me try reading it as a normal person would read it <laughs> or someone who knows how to read. It says, are you over getting these adaptions? I enjoyed Under the Red Hood as I never read the comics and loved The Dark Knight Returns because that story is brilliant and they fine-tuned it to remove what needed to be taken out but the other Batman movies they have done and have not been that great, in my opinion. The quality in the animation is not to my liking, but just be the anime style, and this Damien really is annoying so far for me. I have loved the Justice League movies, though. I would love for them to try to build their own universe. Maybe branch off from the Young Justice show. What do you guys think? Catch you next Batfan time. Well, for I actually really enjoy the adaptions. I love it whenever a cool comic story gets adapted, whether it's for a movie tv series or whatever the case is i love seeing how it gets translated and adapted to other mediums so the more they do the more i'll be happy with it which is why i cannot wait for the killing joke but i will disagree with you on some of the more recent batman ones uh, damien son of batman or whatever it was called i think the son of batman that one i wasn't a big fan of but batman versus robin i thought was really cool so i'm it's kind of a more 50 50 on me as far as saying it's not good and I think they're actually capturing Damien pretty well. He hasn't annoyed me at all, but at the same time, you can kind of say if he annoys you, maybe that's they are doing a good job because the character is supposed to be annoying for characters like Nightwing and to an extent Bruce Wayne in certain instances. But I don't know. For me, I think they're doing a good job with Damien. But yeah, they are building their own universe with these movies because you're having the same voice actors for Batman and Damien in, in Injustice League. So they are doing that already. But as far as branching out from Young Justice, I think that'd be awesome because those characters they established there were great. But it sounds like I'd be shocked if that series or story just comes back in any way. I mean, maybe you'll see references in like the like there's other parallel worlds out there. And if there's crossovers, you'll go to the Young Justice world like we kind of got before with the animated universe and the Batman Beyond worlds. But as far as continuing, I think unfortunately that's not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, there's still people on Twitter I know who don't give up hope on Young Justice, so if they ever do do that, I know they'll make a lot of people happy, but we'll see if it ever does. But 
thanks again, Mike, for another email. Like Alex, we always enjoy reading it and answering your questions on it and hearing your thoughts. So, as always, thanks again. Yep. Thank you, uh, Mike, for your email. And we love you, right? Yes, we do. With all our hearts. All right. So, yeah, like I said, there's going to be a shorter one. So, uh, I guess that's it, right, Tim? Yep. Unfortunately, not able to get to any comics this week. Even though it was pretty light, I think this week it was a bunch of annuals that came out that I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to pick up anyway. So, we'll see what comes out by our next episode. I think probably Detective should be out at least. <laughs> Isn't that a new team on now? There is going to be a new team. I don't think it's just issue, though. Oh. At least I hope not. I want at least <laughs> one or two more with Bouchelato. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, just go over to BatmanUniverse.net on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BatmanUniverse on Twitter. Twitter handle is at BatmanUniverse. Our show's Twitter handle is at BatFans27. Tim's Twitter handle is at TimG311. <laughs> Batman311. <laughs> and mine is at DaneSaysBanana. And you can also rate and review us on iTunes, so please do that. We didn't get any new ones, did we, Tim? Uh, I hope not, because I haven't had a chance to check. <laughs> if there is, we'll definitely get to it the next episode. Yeah, yeah. We won't definitely. take as long as we did for the last one. And if you want to email us, email us. you can email us at badfansofoutpants at gmail.com. So with that, goodbye, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. And like we say at the end of every episode, uh, just remember, if you're feeling alone in this world and, like, Nobody understands you, gets you, or cares about you. Just just know that Tim and I love you, right? Yes, we do. You can take right. that to the bank. Take, take that to the bank. You can try to cash it, but they'll probably just laugh you off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll still be um, there for you. But we'll still be there for you, even if people laugh at you. Uh, so with that, we'll see you guys next time. Right? See you later.